episode 388. Let's talk about sex with Kim Shirello. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Hi, I'm Adam Lewis Walker, host of Awaken Your Alpha, the number one men's development podcast that is also a best-selling book, Awaken Your Alpha, Tows and Tactics to Thrive, and also a TEDx talk, Awaken Your Alpha, How to Rise Up. You can see a theme here, but please do check these out. If you like the talk, if you like the podcast, you will love the book. The book is the best of the best, and it's available on Amazon as a coach and implementer. I'm here for you. I've got your back. Get to the podcast. It's important to really remember that you create your own arena, your environment, not just your physical environment, but just as importantly, your mental environment. This episode is sponsored by The Arena, the men's only membership community that really will enhance all and everything you're doing. Dig deeper into the effective model, philosophy and strategies. Ultimately, it's that mindset and philosophy to fulfillment and the art of living. That's mental toughness and strength going forward as a man. Stepping into the arena was what it's all about. This is going to be 10x the value. And for the founding members, please do go and check this out. This is a huge opportunity to get in at the ground floor. That's ayalpha.com forward slash arena. Get to the podcast. Okay, this week we're going to be talking about sex. This is our Valentine's love episode. We've got Kim Shirello on the line. She is a spiritual teacher, energy healing facilitator. That's a mouthful for me. Who has been providing spiritual energy healing workshops and private sessions for over 15 years. I met Kim about four months ago. I'm happy to have her back on the well on the show so we can catch up. Kim, are you ready to awaken your alpha today? I am. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> no problem. I'm sure there's something you want to add to the, or highlight to bio. What are you all about at the moment? Sure, sure. Well, I focus mainly on um, spiritual teaching and teaching people energy healing. I do regular workshops and work with people one-on-one via phone or Zoom and to help them heal what's blocking them from having their most amazing life. Whether it's something going on physically, something going on mentally, emotionally, anger, grief, stress, that kind of thing, or something going on spiritually, like, hey, I really want to manifest the next job, the next uh, house, the, the next romantic partner. And this is our Valentine's love episode, and we're going to be talking about sex here today as well. How did you get to this point? Can you tell us just uh, your brief origins? Like, where are you originally from? Where are you speaking to us from today? And how did you get kind of from A to B? So I was born in New York City and I grew up in uh, outside Philadelphia, lived in D.C. for a while. And uh, now I've been living in Boulder, Colorado for most of my adult life. I did a little stint in Oregon as well. <laughs> and um, yeah. So uh, what did you I want to be growing up. Was it, I mean, did you always think that you'd end up doing something like this? No, not at all. Um, I actually uh, have a master's in electrical engineering and worked on a payload on the space shuttle. See, this is what I wanted to get into at some point. <laughs> I, knew, I knew this was under there, so I wanted to dig and find this. The word NASA or working on anything to do with NASA, that would almost, from the outside, some people would feel like, oh, that's wow, what a success, you've made it. And that's like kind of the pinnacle in a, lo- a lot of things. Talk to us about your involvement with NASA and working on that. Was there any awakening moments either before that, leading up to that, throughout your life? Yeah. So when I was working at NASA, I didn't necessarily have any um, awakening moments. I'm a really techie person and it was cutting edge stuff. And 
I love outer space. <laughs> it was <laughs> awesome to go down to the Cape for the launches and Wow. And, and all of that and know that your payload is up there and having to receive the payload when it came back and, and get, collect all the data. Um, so it was, it was really awesome. And, and because of that, because of being an engineer um, and not to date myself, but it was years ago, uh, there weren't very many women. So it was always me and the guys uh, throughout <laughs> yeah. university and, and throughout my career. So uh, I, I tell my women friends, I'm actually more comfortable in a group of men than I am in a, in a group of women, because that's just what I'm used to. Yeah. And, and a lot of guys would uh, start having guy talk around me and I'd say, wait a minute, I'm here. And they're like, ah, <laughs> one of the guys. So I, I have, I think, a little bit more insight to men than, than most women. <laughs> On top of that, I mean, that's, yeah, definitely an alpha woman, but don't understand. I mean, how did how did you land were you going after the the nasa role and job and obviously like you said there's not a lot of women doing that and that is kind of a, a definitely a a marker of high performance getting involved with that so t talk to us how that came about oh wow so well you know um what do they say the saying goes uh i think it's a buddhist saying when the student is ready the teacher appears and also right the universe just supports you why is someone a movie star and someone who's equally a talented not a movie star right and for me i was looking for this started in college i was looking for an internship because i i wanted to have experience before i graduated with my undergrad degree and um i was in the washington dc area and i went to interview to work with lab rats you know like a basically feeding them and, and all that was the job. It was really, you know, it was an intern job. And I interviewed for it and um, the man interviewing me was a geneticist and asking me all these questions about my background and what I was studying. And, and he's like, you know, you're amazing for this, but you know what? The lab next door is working on a payload on the space shuttle. And I think you would be awesome for it. So if you could find wow. someone to replace, you know, to, that I can interview instead of you, I'll forward you to them. And um, that's, that was all she wrote. <laughs> and, wow. and it was a double major. I was doing electrical engineering and biomedical engineering, which is, was like pre-med. Yeah. And that particular payload was a bio payload. Ah. And um, they needed um, a bio engineer on the, um, there was only two other engineers and myself. Uh, so they needed a bio one to be able to translate between the biologists and the engineers in coordinating the development of the payloads. So Very yeah, cool. yeah, it, cool. it was, I, I'd say a lot of, I don't know if you could say luck. <laughs> you know? Right place at the right time, but also, you know, you got, you got to make your luck as well. And you, you were going after yeah. that internship and obviously it was a great fit as well. You, you were doing the hard, work in terms of what you were studying at the time well that, yes that too i mean i was i was coding while i was there and you're coding microprocessors so you're coding in hexadecimal um so not in ones and zeros but in in hexadecimal versus coding most people yeah. code languages like c or java or whatever so it's pretty uh yeah yeah, so I, feel, I feel like bearing in mind we you know we're going to be talking about sex and this is the uh the valentine's episode where is the fork in the road? Because I feel like you're more likely to end up, you know, up in space somewhere. And now you're on my podcast talking about <laughs> sex and things. Like, what, what happened? What? 
<laughs> so t- talk to us about you know the 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 change in in terms of yeah. a career mission path yeah well um you know the the universe definitely gets you on track and uh definitely that was part of my life path to to be an engineer and have these amazing experiences and uh the universe gave me a one, 180 degree pivot and how that happened was i started having um me- medical medical symptoms and i started going from one to one special medical specialist doctor after another after another and they're trying to figure out what was going on and um on the table as one of the potentials was brain cancer oh, and and i was in my 20s at the time so now i'm faced with my mortality in my 20s and at that point i realized i don't really know what the purpose of life is or what my purpose is in life and i should figure that out if i'm going to die soon <laughs> before i die Whoa. and I, I can laugh now at the time and there was a lot of crying yeah. um and and with that i started started searching and long story short, I, I ended up going to a, a spiritual class thinking like, I don't believe in it. I think it's all crazy and hooey, but what do I got to lose? And, you know, I'll probably just leave. It's an, a holiday workshop. I'll probably just leave and tell the teacher she's insane. And, <laughs> you know, and I was kind of, I'm, I'm a little feisty. And, so, and, and I ended up, I ended up not leaving the class and staying for the entire workshop. And um, that workshop gave me all the skills and tools I needed to find my answers as to what's the meaning of life and what's my purpose in life. And, um, and that was, that was all she wrote. So now I went from being an electrical engineer working with energy in that way to now being an energy healer and working with energy in a very different way so wow i love it and what what i like about it especially is you know a lot of people feel like they've done all this work you know to go to university and gone down a career and it's okay for someone else to you know make that pivot but they've done so much foundation and groundwork and they can't possibly change but you know to hear you know working with nasa and then all that you was doing and all that obviously hours and hours of study and then making that pivot to you know what 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 you needed to do is is really uh, inspiring to hear in terms of working yeah. with people and energy and obviously we're talking about relationship love sex it's valentine's day when this goes out what are some of the things that you know people are listening to this can can really think about to improve that aspect of their life yes well i'm sure you're wondering like so you're a spiritual teacher and an energy healer why are we talking about sex? Like, what does that have to do with all of that? And um, the, the truth is, is everything is energy, right? Even I was going to think that in the most basic sense, I was thinking of <laughs> transfer of energy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, right. We know we learn in school, molecules moving really fast are a gas. When the molecules are moving slower, it's a liquid. When the molecules are moving even more slowly, it's a solid. So everything is in motion and it can't be in motion without energy. So everything is energy. So, um, so sex is a spiritual act and also an energy raising and an energy sharing act. So when people have an orgasm, 
that is your energy raising and releasing and the, the amount it raises, and I'll get a little techie, the delta from what it was to what it is was so big and so amazing, you call it orgasmic, right? And um, with tantric sex, which is uh, a spiritual version of sex, it's helping you raise your energy higher and higher so that your orgasms are actually more intense and and therefore as a side effect more healing so intense meaning more amazing you're like oh my god this is so amazing why was i wasting all my life doing it the other way that was lame <laughs> again the first thing that jumps to mind when you say tantric as well and you didn't put the two together so tantric you know you hear these stories that usually in the paper they just want to you know get a headline for hours and hours and hours yeah is there a, is does it is it always a you know a long event or is it like <laughs> talk about that aspect for those of people well, who say oh i like that but I, you know i haven't got time or a, a day or so to light some candles and get involved in that you know <laughs> well, you know it could be valentine's uh, evening when someone's listening to this for example yes so first off i just want to clarify tantra is a spiritual path one part of that path is sex mm -hmm. uh just to clarify uh and also tantra is not crazy kinky porno sex <laughs> as well right it's coming from a very heart-centered place now granted it'll be more mind-blowing than porno sex uh and that's why people really get into it uh but you know at the same time well we're talking about you can go for hours and hours and why why not yeah. if you could experience you know guys it's hard for you to, to comprehend this but <laughs> as a guy you could have an orgasm for not only an hour but for hours, not stopping, not ending. Why would you want to stop? Right? I think Sting's got a lot to answer for. Whenever you talk yes. like that, I just think of Sting. Because <laughs> yeah. he was wanting to put it out there like years ago, got yeah. it in the mainstream, I feel. Definitely, definitely. And, and one, I mean, besides the fact that it, it, it feels good and, and good is an understatement, right? It is mind blowing. It is mind altering how amazing it is. Um, it, from, from me, from a spiritual teacher and a spiritual healer perspective, the more you stay in orgasm, the more you are healing yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And the more you're growing spiritually, um, there is an ascended master called Sai Baba um, who's mentioned in the book, um, Autobiography of a Yogi, and, um, sorry, Bab Babaji, mm -hmm. I said the wrong person, Babaji says, the fastest way to spiritual enlightenment is through sexual union. Oh. Yes, not wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, right, it's coming together in this loving relationship, learning how to raise your energy because it is so healing for you. Um, and, and in Tantra, you, you can have quickies in Tantra. Definitely. Definitely. Ooh, that, but, <laughs> <laughs> that's not so, not so widely heard. Uh, interesting. So someone who's listening to this and think, oh, you've got, definitely got my curiosity now. What are some of the more practical steps? And we've obviously been selling out all the, the kind of the benefits. And I, I feel like anyone who's listening, actually, that's, that sounds good or, or great. So what are some of the pitfalls or mistakes or ways people get it wrong and just some kind of baby steps that people could at least start going down that path they're not gonna i'm sure they're not gonna be a you know a tantric sexual master instantly but what are some of the you know thoughts around that 
that's true. They won't be uh, a master instantly, but practice is fun. <laughs> Why would you want to practice? <laughs> right? Um, so, yeah. So, so the basic gist and most time, again, just to be clear, my life path is not to teach spiritual sex, but I will include that in, in my, in my lessons. Um, yeah. And we, and just for everyone who's listening as well, this is going out on Valentine's and right. there's m many ways we could have talked about, and we thought this would be a, a good juicy topic to focus in for you guys. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, the, the basic gist of Tantra is to hold off on having your orgasm as long as you can, because the longer you can hold off, the higher, the energy will be, the more mind-blowing it will be once you do have your orgasm. So that's the high-level gist of mm -hmm. it. And um, as most guys probably know, they're like, my orgasm is like, you know, a couple seconds at the most. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? And, and I'm exhausted afterwards, right? <laughs> and so, yes, right, biologically we know once you ejaculate, you're exhausted. Why, from a spiritual perspective, you've just let go of your chi, your mm -hmm. prana, your life force, and you are going to feel drained. So the first step uh, in, in working in Tantra and becoming the multi-orgasmic man, which is what it's called in Tantra. Oh, that's a good name. <laughs> it is. And, and that's, I don't know if you can see it. The multi, can you the see shine, the multi-orgasmic, yeah. So the book. So we do ask for book recommendations. That's the multi-orgasmic. Yeah. Multi-orgasmic man. And who's that by? This is by Montak Chia and Douglas Abrams. Montak Chia is a renowned uh, Tantra teacher from India that's moved to America. He might have passed away by now, but he has a lot of senior teachers in, mm -hmm. in the United States and around the world. And um, Douglas Abrams is an American who helped make the book more readable. This particular book is written for the mainstream, so it's not all woo-woo yep. or anything like that. And it gives you like the basics on a man's anatomy, a woman's anatomy, uh, then into here's the first exercise to do when you master that. Here's the next exercise. <laughs> when you say here's the first exercise to do when you master that, I was just assuming first exercise to do when you masturbate. That's <laughs> I thought well, I was coming. And is yeah, that simplifying so, it too much? I'm too No, in Tantra, we call that self-pleasuring. Okay. And that's okay. You, you can use masturbate as well. Um, the suggestion is to practice on your own first, because when you practice with your partner, you're going to be too excited and you won't, yep. you won't be very sense. successful with your exercises. <laughs> <laughs> um, and before I get to exercise, there, I need to say this more than once. Guys, if you start reading these books, if you start trying these exercises, please to let your partner know you are doing this. <laughs> yeah. Please let your partner know you're doing this. And why? Because she will think you have cheated on her and that's how you've learned something new. <laughs> and that's where women- What, what a great point, go. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And even if you are married, I've had married client and I'm like, you, you must tell your wife that you are reading this book and you're going to practice this. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's tried something new with her. And she went, what's going on? <laughs> she wow. got really worried. And, and then he's like, oh, I'm trying this book. She's like, oh, uh, oh, I thought maybe you had cheated on me and you learned this from somebody else. So 
right? Make sure you let them know. And in this book, Multi-Orgasmic Man, there is a chapter that you can sh have your partner read so she understands what you're trying to do. Ah, brilliant. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the other basic takeaway for Tantra is the more you give, the more you get. So the whole book is about how to make it better for your partner. And the more you make it better for your partner, the more mind blowing it's going to get for you. I think she's going to be on board with that. That's a, that's a great sell. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all about her and making it better for her. So it, in the book, it will actually tell you about, um, yeah, you can ask your partner what she likes. And a lot of women are hesitant to share what they might like because of all of the mainstream programming of, if you, say, if you say what you like, that means you're a slut, that means you're a whore. Wow. So there's yeah. a lot of resistance to owning what, I know what I like. Uh, and, and so a lot of women can be hesitant on sharing that. Some women just really don't know what they like hmm. either, right? They haven't, um, been with somebody who, right, where, where it was like, oh, this was good for me, right? Yeah. And, and no offense to guys or to women, right? We are built differently. So if a guy does what he thinks he likes to a woman, that doesn't necessarily work for her. Yeah. Right? We learn that, right, guys are, have a quick fuse. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You touch their genitals and they're ready to go. <laughs> Whereas a woman, it's more of like you got to heat up the engine <laughs> before she's ready to go, and then she can go for a long time. <laughs> yep. Or like, or like, um, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name. Um, the guy who wrote "Men Are from Mars, Women Are from Venus." Oh, uh, yep. what's I'm blanking as well. <laughs> we that guy who I think everyone knows the guy who wrote "Yeah, Men Are." Yeah. Anyway, he, he suggests, he's like, men, you need to start from the top and work down on a woman, right? So start with kissing, <laughs> do some touching, do some caressing, then you get to the breast, then you can get to the genitals. <laughs> and you take your time, way longer than you think you need to take. <laughs> um, yes, so, but for, you know, what guys can, uh, can start doing. These are some things at least to keep in mind. How long can I hold off having an orgasm before I let myself climax? That will be, make it um, more blissful, more orgasmic, more mind-blowing. Um, the other thing is giving, your, giving all the time to your partner that she needs to get up to speed. The book also has a chapter in for homosexual men too. So if you're homosexual, you can still practice Tantra, but I'm kind of focusing on the woman part here. Okay. Now, so it, it's just like, like that taking the time and the book it says, it's like a lot of times you, another basic and most, I'm hoping most guys know this, uh, that you shouldn't enter a woman until she's climaxed at least two or three times. Oh, let's talk about that. <laughs> so the, in the book, uh, I, I'm not gonna go into detail here, but uh, 
when they they talk about oral sex and they actually call it tongue as in your tongue yeah kung fu <laughs> i love it tongue fu that's all <laughs> so so whether using your hands or your tongue Tung your, fu your partner should climax at least two to three times before you enter her and in some of the texts say she should be like moaning and begging for it before you enter her because you want to make sure that you are not hurting her at all that she is very lubricated and open and ready and if you need extra lube or whatever you have that um don't want anything to be of discomfort to her or i mean you could inadvertently injure her too if she's not aroused enough right everyone listening man, there's, days, right? there's your valentine's challenge for now and beyond i love, <laughs> love it well we're gonna move in we could keep talking about this for a long time i know we could <laughs> the alpha round so around yeah. that around everything we've been talking about but also your whole life is there a particular favorite quote that really kind of sums up your approach to all of these endeavors your life yeah, the quote that I, I like the best is, is Gandhi's quote, be the change you wish to see in the world. Awesome. Right. And you've recommended a couple of books there. We've touched them for the um, episode. Is, is, and that could be it, but are there any, or is there a particular impactful book that you'd like to share for you? Mm. So not necessarily a sex book. Doesn't have to be. I think you've got a good couple of sex books in there already, but this could be <laughs> a book that you read maybe at the right time and just sort of just hit you what you needed to hear at the time. Yeah. Um, and it could be a sex book. <laughs> I, would, yeah, I would say uh, The Celestine Prophecy mm -hmm. by James Redfield. And that is a, a fictional book but it's talking about uh, an, an adventure. So it's an adventure book on a guy traveling to uh, Peru, but it's also based on energy. And since we're talking about energy sharing, yeah. this is share, that book is sharing energy in, a, in platonic ways, but they touch on how to share it in romantic relationships as well. But it, it's a fun adventure book. I read it again and again, but it's, it's an oldie, but a goodie. <laughs> You've been mentioning, obviously, the books as resources in, throughout this episode, but are there any other resources that you use in your life, business, your, you know, your practice that you think are worth recommending? Or it could be a habit if there's not a resource that jumps to mind. I would say focusing and uh, you doing breathing exercise. I'll give a, an example here, but, you know, in in this day and age, especially being in the West and social media, it's like one thing after another and everything is taking your attention and you're not focusing on how am I really feeling? How am I really being? And wow, did I really want to spend my day this way? Did I really want to spend my weekend this way? Oh man, right? So really trying to focus and, and, and take that time, take time from time to time to maybe take some deep breaths and really get that clarity, whether you're taking a quick walk outside or taking a quick bathroom break. <laughs> and um, box breathing is, is super helpful. And box breathing is you inhale for a count of five, you hold it in for a count of five, you exhale everything for a count of five, and you hold it out 
for a count of five. Does that make sense? Hundred percent. Yeah, I was and I was even, quietly doing it a little bit then. Just <laughs> yeah. so just doing a cup, doing some rounds of that during the day, or even taking like fifteen minutes to just do that. That allows you to get out of that, you know, as the Buddhists would say, the monkey mind and get you more into your creative mind where all of a sudden you'll go like, hey, I was having this problem at work and oh, here's the answer. Or hey, I have to have this challenging conversation with my partner. Oh, I can approach it this way, right? It just kind of comes to you versus thinking it and brute forcing it. Does that make sense? Definitely. I like it. Yeah. Having gone through the bulk of the interview now, is there anyone from your network who jumps out who would be a good fit for this show and would have, uh, you know, something useful to share? Hmm. To think about that. Yeah. And you can always get back to me on that one. No one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. And if you don't hear it now, it'd be in the show notes. So that's where you can go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> okay. And what is the best way people can connect with you if they want to find out more, continue the conversation? Because obviously, you know, this has been a bit of a wham-bam because we, we don't have much time, but we, we want the low, more, long, more meaningful conversation that people can do with you. <laughs> Definitely. People can reach out to me on my website, which is bethechangenow.com. That's be the change now.com. You see, I like the Gandhi quote. Mm -hmm. And I say now, because let's take action now. Whether no matter how small that step is, the small steps add up to big steps. And on my website, you can connect with me on social media, sign up for my email list. And also, I'll offer to your listeners, if uh, they so choose, uh, welcome them signing up for a free discovery session with me, 20 minutes to ask any questions and get more clarification and see how can help empower you on your path forward. Brilliant. And if you've got any value from this episode, please do listen to it with your partner, suggest it, share it on. I think we want to spread some love this year and this Valentine's and beyond because um, I think everything we've covered in here is really valuable and The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. This episode is sponsored by The Arena, the men's only membership community that really will enhance all and everything you're doing. Dig deeper into the effective model, philosophy, and strategies. Ultimately, it's that mindset and philosophy to fulfillment and the art of living. That's mental toughness and strength going forward as a man. Stepping into the arena is what it's all about. This is going to be 10x the value. And for the founding members, please do go and check this out. This is a huge opportunity to get in at the ground floor. That's ayalpha.com forward slash arena. All I ask at this stage is give this your attention. Go and have a look at it. Collect the 10 Alpha Laws of Power, my free giveaway. That's something I put a lot of thought into and will be useful to you. Standalone will be useful to you and I think will help as you move forwards. And also, if you don't relate to that, this is very not likely not the arena for you. But if you do resonate with some of the points on there, you're exactly the person I'm talking to and exactly the person who can become in and be part of this team.
explaining how they can have an orgasm for multiple hours is that it, the, the, the exercises in the book are teaching you how to control your ejaculation and have an orgasm without ejaculating. And what the book explains is before puberty, you always had orgasms without ejaculating. And so it's reteaching you how to do that. And that's how you can go for, number one, how you can go for hours. And number two, how you don't get tired, but you get energized from it.